Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. So at one stage this week, we heard a daily total of 2,000 cases of COVID-19. The Taoiseach and other politicians now expressing significant caution around the final phase of reopening the country next Friday, the 22nd of October. Here's a little of what Fianna Fáil Minister and Limerick TD Niall Collins and Limerick Chamber CEO D Ryan had to say to us on the show this week about it. Those who were getting ready for a full reopening, they hoped after the 22nd of October, who are now very concerned, have they been, you know, has it been, should they be postponing their adverts that they've booked and should they be um, calling up the entertainment musicians that they have ready to come in and provide an experience for diners? We wait to see. It's a little bit uncertain. Um, the pandemic has, hasn't gone away. We, we all know that. That has been, um, uh, you know, it's been a constant feature in terms of how we've approached every um, crossroads on our journey um, through, through the whole COVID experience. The, the reality is that the Delta variant is, um, is very strong and very transmissible. And the, the numbers are going in the wrong directions. I, I don't think we'll be seeing um, a reversal of our position, which is very, very important. We are very, very um, much um, opened up in terms of society and business and how we're interacting. So the the last final step along the road is obviously the 22nd of October. And I think the Taoiseach is right to to sound a cautious note. Every now and then, we all have to give ourselves a little bit of a reality check to remind ourselves. Do you think, based on what you're hearing, that in fact the reopening will go ahead and that that's all that's happening here is just a note of caution but when push comes to shove next week they'll announce that they'll reopen fully on the 22nd yeah my own my own personal my own personal gut instinct is that i think it will go ahead i think the teacher has to sound a cautious note we, we just have to remind ourselves uh, and i forget myself i'm sure you do too joe uh, we're all human human nature kicks in um we want to get on with things but we, we just have to re- remain um, vigilant that the, the virus is ever present. That's Minister Niall Collins chatting to us uh, over the last 48 hours and you heard as well from the Chief Executive of the Business Body in the Limerick region, that's D. Ryan. And Ronan Madigan has been crunching the COVID numbers for us throughout the pandemic. He's back with us this morning. Hello, Ronan. How are you doing this morning? I am, um, I suppose, a, a little bit deflated with uh, the, the turn of events, but not surprised at well, all. Well, I was hoping maybe we'd get you on to chat about more general things in, over the winter and maybe we wouldn't have to come back to this, but I was a bit naive, obviously. Yes, and, uh, you know, I spoke to you 10 days ago and you referenced, you know, the, the positivity that was coming from the CMO and from Philip Nolan, and I said to you they were getting ahead of themselves that I was worried about the dismantling of testing and tracing back in September. And that is partly what is what has led us to where we are. And again, I thought it was a bit unfair of Philip Nolan to go on national media yesterday and say, you know, we all have to buck ourselves up and, you know, get back into line and whatever. They started folding up their tents in September. They stopped contact tracing in schools, in airports, and they stopped walk-in testing. Now, that gave a false sense that things were improving because cases should have died by about 25% when they did that if that was a successful measure. But cases actually stuck at a plateau, which pointed to the fact that in other sections of society, cases were still rising, and they ignored that. And this this started to evolve and really take off 10 days ago, not five days ago. Yeah. 
So what do you think? I mean, now, to be fair, when we were talking to Niall Collins, it was, what well, not yesterday, I think it was the day before. Or, anyway, it, it wasn't this morning. Um, and he was saying his gut instinct at that point was that they would go for the full reopening anyway. What do you expect? I, I would say possibly a partial reopening, not a full pause. A partial reopening if they maintain masks maintain the COVID certs. They should, COVID certs should probably stay in place until next spring. Uh, and also, they need to reinstate the testing and tracing that they dismantled last month. And if, if those three things were done, I think we could carefully continue. Now, yes, Can also, I just ask, does that mean the end of social distancing? Um, I suppose an advisory would probably be where they will go on that and just, you know, say to people, look, let's be more careful. And you know, maybe because from a business point of view, as you well know, capacity is very important. And for example, at the moment, we know that if you're vaccinated, you're allowed a slightly higher percentage if that's what you're enforcing in sporting venues, to take one example. But if not, it's 60% of current capacity. Um, uh, and then beyond that, in a lot of venues still, they're being asked to exercise indoors, social distancing. But that, of course, cuts their capacity significantly. And for some businesses, unfortunately, it's the difference between surviving or not. Of course. And uh, I heard some yesterday evening from the, uh, the, the, the Vintners Association and the Restaurants Association. They were saying they were willing to keep up with the COVID cert if they could go to full capacity. Now, I'm not sure if they're going to allow full capacity next week with what we're facing. There may be, there may be a pause to be reviewed again in two weeks to see how things go. Uh, but I don't think they're going to throw it open to full capacity straight away. Okay. Um, and why do you think, as a matter of interest, is it political that they would still feel they need to announce some form of reopening next Friday, uh, rather than simply saying on Tuesday after the Cabinet meeting, well, having reviewed everything, we're going to stay where we are? Or is it also the practical issue that if they do that, for a period of time, then we really are into the heart of the winter. And when do they go for it? Yes, I, I think politically they will have to offer something. And now, you know, there's plenty on the table that they can do a certain amount without doing everything. But I, I think definitely it will be kind of maybe a two-week review. Uh, now, by the way, I think Neffet should have been meeting this morning and there should be a cabinet meeting this evening because in a lot of the businesses that were hoping to open up fully next week, you know, government doesn't seem to realise there's a 10-day leading time to opening up between getting in stock, getting staff back, uh, applying for another thing that they don't seem to take into account, applying for um, court exemptions to open late. Like That all has to be done in the next couple of days. So waiting until next Tuesday to tell them whether they can go ahead on Friday, I think, it's, again, it's just leaving it too late. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing on Live 95 social media a couple of weeks ago, um, Whelan's bar, Garrod Whelan in Newcastle West, I think, saying that he was going to continue to enforce um, the vaccine pass. Um, and, you know, he clearly felt that that was the way he wanted to go in his business over uh, the winter. And would others maybe consider that anyway? Or indeed now, will they think to themselves, well, maybe this is A, the safest way. And maybe it attracts a certain um, customer base who, who like the fact that you have to produce a vaccine pass. Yes, and what, what I've heard about on that is that the, the mood is actually coming from the customers, that the customers want 
the COVID cert maintained because they want to feel safe when they go indoors into a premises. And the, the flip side of that, I think, Joe, you know, we have to move to the phase where it's probably time to make life as awkward as possible for those who are refusing to get vaccinated. Uh, and, you know, let them stay out in the cold if, if that's the case. But the rest of us are entitled to get on with the what we're doing. Is, though, that, you know, as you know, it, it was never made compulsory, um, having the vaccine. And, you know, it was offered. And I think, to be fair to the government on this one, anyone who wanted the opportunity um, over the age of 12 to be fully vaccinated has had it and that opportunity still remains um, in certain cases. Um, but if they go down that road, you know, the level of alienation, I mean, you're talking, I think, are you not about 370,000 people still not fully vaccinated? Yes, there are 70,000 that have received one vaccination only, but there is still that stubborn figure of 300,000 people who are literally refusing the vaccine. And that is what is having the knock-on effect in hospitals. For instance, I ran the numbers two days ago regarding hospital and ICU. Okay, uh, as of last night, with 416 in hospital, 70 in ICU. If everybody was vaccinated, we would have today roughly 140 people in hospital and only 24 people in ICU. And reopening wouldn't be an issue at all. And now, I know Leo Varadkar said 200 in hospital. I think he missed the point on that, that if you go into a hospital unvaccinated, your stay is longer. So I think the figure is much lower than 200. Around 140 is all we would have in hospital if everybody took the vaccine. That's the effect it's having on the system. Right. Um, and listener, wondering what you think about the 22nd in the context of 100, I think, at the moment is the capacity for weddings, but they were due to open fully after the 22nd. Do you think it would remain at 100? I think that is probably one of the things where, you know, you were saying they may have to give something. They may give a one-off uh, exemption for weddings because obviously that wouldn't that wouldn't have the same effect as letting everything open to 100%. So the wedding thing may be one of the nuances that they, they throw out next week uh, to, to, to soften the blow of a slight pause. Right. And what about the 50% capacity at other religious ceremonies? Uh, again, that is one they may relax somewhat uh, because, and I, I think it's important to, to, to bear in mind, uh, if you take, say, religious ceremonies, you're talking about 45 minutes indoors in a church, roughly, for, for a, 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 say, mass or whatever. That is very much different to, say, three, four nights, in a, three or four hours continuous in a packed uh, bar or nightclub. So there are different things. So there may be a couple of nuances there that can work out. Right. And what about things like, um, you know, nightclubs? Will they reopen? I think there may have to be a pause on that for the moment. Um, now, again, if you take yesterday's figure, you know, of just over 1,600 cases was not an accurate figure. And look, I've spoken to you before ad nauseum about the, the, the backlogs. The actual positive swab figure yesterday was just under 1,900, which was only one shy of the day before. So there's a backlog in the system again. Uh, so we are up there around the 1,900, 2,000 cases. If that's left unchecked and if nightclubs and that were to allow to be fully opened, that, that, that will grow quite quickly. And then those venues that understandably would have started to sell in anticipation after the 22nd of October at full capacity, they, you think, mightn't be allowed to do that? So what, they'd have to refund tickets or cancel gigs again? Uh, that, that may be the case. Um, or, or they may go for the nuancing of maybe 
80% capacity and uh, full COVID certs. But also, I, I think the other thing, and, you know, the, 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 the Restaurant Association and the, the vintners can be very strong about what they should be entitled to do. We all know that, you know, all around the country, the, the current rules are not being applied in, in, in all premises around the country. And, you know, they, the, the restaurants and vintners have to step up and take responsibility for what they were asked to do. Remember, they said they'd do everything that was asked of them, you know, last month when they got to partially reopen. That's not happening in a lot of places. Okay. So, ultimately then, you believe there is a way of doing something next Friday, but pausing other things. And ultimately, will that make a difference to the fact that our cases are rising? Will, will it flatten out then? Well, all, there's always a case, Joe, in, in COVID, and this is going back to the very start of it, where the, the, the public, you know, they, they take they take on board what they hear on the, on the media. And, you know, I, I think that was part of the reason why it was quite irresponsible for all the positivity that was being spewed a week, 10 days ago uh, by health officials. I do know even talking to people in the last couple of days, they have taken on board what they've heard in the last few days and what's been happening with the cases in the last week. So that will have a knock-on effect. Also, if there is a kind of a, a partial release next Friday, I would say a, t- a review two weeks beyond that. You know, that gives people a focus and people do take that on board and people do get more careful and we could get this back under control again. Yes, and of course next weekend is a bank holiday weekend too. It's worth pointing out and the following weekend is Halloween. All right, well listen, thank you very much for all of that, Ronan Madigan. As usual, crunching the COVID numbers for us and let us see where it all ends up. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.